Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Bonner looking to get close side of Bond. Le Bondra, away from Davis! 3-1 running! Three points running! Hello and welcome to another Elm Park Royals preview podcast. Uh, I think we're going to try and keep it relatively short this week because everything that has been talked about has already been talked about. Uh, I'm joined by Jonathan Lowe. How are you doing, Jonathan? Hello, yes, Matt. Uh, yeah, all, all, uh, all good, thank you. Um, recovered from my trek to Peterborough uh, for a, for a, a goalless... Um, I would say a, goal, a classic goalless draw, can you call it that? I don't know, but... Uh, yeah, not uh, not not the best of results, but um, yeah, I'm good anyway. I mean, it, it's nice to have not lost a game. Uh, so first time since Derby at the beginning of January. Um, it, I mean, it, it had nil nil kind of written all over it from the beginning. I think that the wind really did not help anything. No, certainly not. Um, I was at the back of the the stand that's where the press box was and it was kind of sheltered in there but as, as soon as i went anywhere near pitch side there was a howling wind and uh, kind of a lot of heavy drizzle as well which uh didn't make it uh, was never going to make it a pretty affair um and that's ex- exactly uh, what it was um i noticed that the peterborough watered the pitch quite heavily before the game as well certainly in the peterborough half and also in the second half of the peterborough half so i think that might be a tactic to to you know really try and slow reading's player players down or you know especially their play in, in the final third um and it did the trick really because they created very very little um had carl hind thank for some very good saves that michael morrison clearance at the end as well i thought was very important and i think all in all it was probably a, a fair result uh, from a very uh dour game yeah i mean i, I carl hind's an interesting one because obviously He's come in, displaced Southwood. There's been a lot of chat about that on social media. Um, I think that w- when a player comes in that you know nothing about and is a, is a youngster and displaces someone that's come through the academy here, there's always going to be a little bit of unrest. Um, he he has played okay in the games that he's done um, so far, I think. He, none of the 
I mean, maybe you could look at that first Bristol City goal and think that he needs to be pushing it further wide than he does. But other than that, like, none of the goals seem to be his fault. And he had a fairly decent game yesterday, I thought, uh, kicking aside. But let, let's put that down to the wind. Yes, but yeah, very much so. Um, yes, I think his, his shot stopping was, was excellent last night. Um, distribution, yeah, so rather erratic, shall we say. But, um, you know, clearly that was a, a tactic to, to kick the ball long for, for some reason, despite the howling wind. I don't know why they didn't play it short, at, at least, you know, just try and chop and change it a, a little bit. Um, but I think overall he has done all right. Um, whether Southwood was uh, deserved to be dropped is, is I guess, for, for another day. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's come in and, and most importantly, he's, he's kept a clean sheet now and that's obviously stopped uh, that run. Since it's been three or four months, I think, since he last kept a clean sheet. So that's important. And, um, you know, I guess it all, all lies now on, on Saturday to, to see if there is a reaction uh, and, uh, you know, whether it is a result that they can now build on. Yeah, Um that's what I've been hoping for for the last kind of three or four games. I think everyone thinks we've been playing a little bit better, but not maybe getting the results. Here and there, we haven't got the rub of the green, I think. Um, but performances, as you come towards the end of the season, like increasingly mean a lot less, given that it really points on the board at all that matters. Um, Preston, obviously, is going to be a difficult game there. Another one, we seem to play teams at the wrong moment a lot of the time as well. We, we've played a lot of teams in good form this season, which is uh, upsetting. Do you think that we'll see many changes from the team that um, started? Uh, Josh Lauren obviously was out injured. I'm not sure what's going on there. He tweeted that it sounded like he's not just going to be back on Saturday. No, I don't think so. I think it's probably um, <clears throat> around a kind of fortnight at least, so probably... Um, after the Blackpool game, they got they've got uh, Millwall at home, possibly at the start of March. I think that might be the, the game where he'll be sort of targeting a, a return. Um, Mate obviously played 80 minutes. Uh, it was pretty sort of knackered after that. So whether he's whether he'll be fit enough to start, I'm not too sure. I imagine Junior Hoylett will probably come back in for him. Uh, given Hoylett uh, did well up until his red card on uh, on Saturday. I don't think any of the other injured players are going to be back anytime soon. Um, you know, the likes of Halilovic, so we posted yesterday that he was going to be back soon, but I uh, don't think that'll be all right for Saturday. Uh, same with Ajaria, same with Scott Dan, I don't think he'll be back until later in the month. So pretty much as you were, um, obviously Tom Dilly, Bashiru, possibly for Danny Drinkwater. Uh, I don't think Drinkwater covered himself in too much glory did he last night. Um, so that's uh, another possible change. But apart from that, I uh, can't really see too many other changes um obviously got tom mcintyre as well which a possibility to come in and defense he hasn't uh hasn't played yet so um yeah possibly give tom holmes a break and partner mcintyre and morrison that, that might be something which panovich could consider yeah i think t-mac played 45 minutes in the under 23s last week but since his return from injury i think that's all he's had um although so so did morrison i think when he first came back into the side he had 45 minutes against someone and and came straight back in. Um, I mean, is there anything that we can really take away from from that Peterborough game, other than it's nice that we've got a clean sheet and and a point on the board? It, it feels like that it's not a game that you're going to look back on and 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 find many positives in. Mostly because like the way that the game panned out, the 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 weather that. 
you know, it's just it's not going to be the same on Saturday, I hope. Um, although having said that, Friday is meant to be pr- pretty bad as well. Um, it just feels like a game that you kind of it, I know that like the position that we're in, you can't really write off games. But in terms of a performance point of view, it feels like a game that you kind of write off and move on to the next one and, and just try and uh, go again, I guess, is the is the phrase. Yeah, very much so. I think going into Saturday's game, it'll all it will all be about whether they can get a, a result up there. Um, doesn't really matter about the performance. If they can get a result, then you know we can look back at the Peterborough game and that could possibly just possibly be a be a turning point. But if they lose at Peterborough, uh, sorry, if they lose at Preston, then um, you know we're kind of back to square one. So. Yes, it was a clean sheet. Yes, it's a point. Yes, it stops the eight-game losing streak. So um, there is some you know, positive aspects to take from that, and to say there were a couple of you know, good individual performances, but taking into account everything and say the weather conditions as well, and and um, you know just the, the ongoing uh, you know, negativity around the club at the moment, um, it'll all be in, in the reaction on Saturday uh, if there is a positive one or not. I think, um, uh, and you know I I, I don't see why um, the, I mean, the, the, there could well be a reaction, I think, you know, with Hoylet coming back, um, you know, so possibly McIntyre and Delhi Bashiri, maybe sort of some fresh faces in there, um, might help them get a result and usually do fairly well against Preston, certainly over, over previous seasons. So, um, yeah, let's just hope they can um, finally turn, turn the corner, which we, we've been waiting for for uh, God knows how long. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, I mean, we, we've got this far in the podcast uh, without mentioning Velko Panovic, really. Um, I, I'm assuming it's the same state as it always is, which is something might happen, but also probably won't. Yep, uh, I haven't really got much to add to that. He wasn't really in uh, much of a mood to talk about his future last night. Uh, just replied no comment to, to all the questions. Didn't speak to to uh, the written media anyway, so um, it's just wait and see. And uh, I mean, I don't think anyone truly knows what's what's going on behind the scenes, um, uh, and whether Panovic knows anything. I don't know. Um, he might have done this. He might have done that. Um, but so for, so for the foreseeable future, it looks like he's he's still in charge, and um, that's uh, that's what everyone's you know working with. Yeah, I mean, not not a great reaction for him at the end of the game yesterday either. You know, when when the game ended or when the uh, players were going out to the coach. Um, yeah, I mean, the the feeling of discontent is is just slowly building. Um, it's been there for quite a long time, and and it, like with the protests last week and whatnot, uh, definitely coming to life. Having said that, a win on a win against Preston would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, I, I'm not convinced that we'll get one. Do, do you have a score prediction? Um, let's. Uh, I mean, I mean, all 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 arrows point towards a home win, don't they? Um, but having said that, Reading do need to to win a game at some point, and yeah, you, know, you hope this this could be the one. Um, let's try and be positive. I'll, I'll go for a two-one victory. Um, you know, that's the only way that, that this uh, discontent is is going to ease uh, at least somewhat. Uh, I understand, you know, there's there's so many issues affecting the club, and uh, fans have got every right to to voice their frustrations and, and anger. Um, but hopefully, that a few wins can at least ease the tension somewhat. And um, yeah, why can't it be a deep down on Saturday? 
Yeah, 100%. A win isn't going to solve all problems, but in the short term, it would be very nice. I, I think I'll join you on a 2-1 win. Like, Let's have some optimism. There's a, there's rightly a lot of negativity around the club, but sometimes it, it's just try, like nice to try and break that kind of death spiral. So fingers crossed for a 2-1 win. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, Jonathan. Um, after the break, we'll be speaking to the Butter Pie podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm here with Oliver from the Butter Pie podcast. How are you doing, Oliver? I'm good, thank you, Matthew. How are you? Yeah, I mean, in a football sense, absolutely terrible. But uh, in a life sense, I guess not so bad. Um, Preston are one of the very few teams that we've actually beaten this season. Uh, We spoke to you way back in August. You started off slowly. Um, You sacked Frankie McAvoy, uh, I think it was December time, was it? And then... Yeah, and then Ryan Lowe's come in, and and you're doing okay now. I mean, you you're draw specialists, right? Yeah, you could say, you could say. Um, well, we, we've had eleven games in Ryan Lowe's uh, reign so far, and we've only lost one, which is uh, positive. We've won five, and drawn f- five. I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's some, we've we've only lost once. That, that's pretty much and. We're playing completely different football. Like from before, um, at the start of the season, I wasn't very well. I think a lot of North End fans wasn't convinced at all with the style of play and uh, everything. But he's galvanised the team. He's galvanised the fan base, and we're all behind Ryan Lowe and uh, pushing forward as a club. So, I mean, how does Ryan Lowe play? Because I mean, some people may have seen his Plymouth team. They they they, they were a lot of fun to watch. Uh, has he changed uh, Preston into a more attacking side? Uh, yeah, definitely. Compared to um, what what we did play before at the start of the season, he's um, we, we still kind of play the same formation as such. Um, we have three central defenders, um, two wing backs, which are much they're pushed much higher up the pitch. Um, we've actually got uh, Brad Potts playing at right wing back. Um, he was an attack. He, he was like a running ten. He was uh, pushing forward. So he's we, we've kind of forced him out wide, and he's doing a fantastic job. And it's much much more attacking. Um, he's more focused in the central areas. I mean, we've got you know runners in the central pitch, so that can do both attacking and defending. So yeah, it's it's really fun to watch, and we we try to keep the ball a lot more. You know, play it around the back and try and work our way forward rather than, you know, just the odd long ball forward and hope for the best. Yeah, I mean, so you said that um, you're unbeaten in, well, not unbeaten, but you've lost one since he's come in. You're still not the most free scoring of teams despite that change. Um, is it? Is it you just don't have the personnel to suit his system or is there, has it not quite clicked going forward yet? Um. I'm not too sure. I think um, what he's focused on really is like the defence is so much better. It's so much more stable. And although we're not 
potentially blowing teams away with, you know, a couple of goals. There's always going to be a chance that we score, like um, Huddersfield at home, I think it was last week uh, on the Wednesday match. You know, we, we, we had a couple of chances come the end that we really should have capitalised on. But um, Reese Emil Jakobsen, he's scored... Um, not Emil Reese Jakobsen. I'm getting his name completely wrong. He's uh, scored 16 this season, and sometimes he doesn't look like he fits the system in a way. But he, he like he doesn't look like he's in the game, and then you know one moment of magic and he scored. So it's hard to see. But and then there's obviously been Cameron Archer who's coming as well, and he's he's just been fantastic recently. Yeah, I mean that that makes me sound uh, makes me feel a bit like how I thought about um, uh, Lucas Zhao last season was yeah. very much like he's kind of mercurial. He's not in the game much, but once he does get that chance, it, you know, he takes it uh, nine times out of ten. Go on, then tell us about Cameron Archer. I see he's come in kind of recently. He's uh, he hasn't played many minutes yet, but he, he's already scored three goals. Yeah, he's um he's played. I actually did an article and I saw he's he's played three hundred ninety one minutes, uh, and scored three goals. So it's a goal every hundred thirty minutes, which for the championships fairly impressive. He's um, yeah, he's he's brilliant. He can he, he's got a low center of gravity. He can put uh, players on the ground with his you know small little movements and. You know, finishing wise, he, he hits it hard and low, and you know, keepers aren't expecting it realistically. It's just, it's just, it's just a little bit of spark. He's a player that gets you know fans on the edge of the seats wondering what's he going to do next, and he's just brilliant. You'd think at his height as well. He's, I think he's like five foot eight. That you wouldn't really be, um, you wouldn't really be the most physical player, but he. he he can play with his back towards goal. He's just, he's a total all-round attacker, really. And it's its really, really good to see. Yeah, because he's on loan from Villa, right? So <laughs> is, is there a hope you'll you'll keep him past the season? Or, or is it very much like he's hes probably too good to be playing? Yeah, in the he's, he's, he's Premier League standard, Matthew. I, I can't lie. I, I can't see him staying uh, longer than the season. But um, Ryan Lowe's good mates with Steven Gerrard. So... Hopefully, we get a couple more young Villa Lonies coming to us soon. Yeah, two Liverpudlian boys there. Um, I mean, it's always good to have that link with other clubs, right? Even, you know, I don't want to call it tenuous because it's not that tenuous. Obviously, two managers getting on. But the, if you can make use of it, it's great. Especially, you know, Villa to Preston in the grand scheme of things. It's not that far. I mean, no, it's quite a, quite a distance, to be fair. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to people in the south, like they're they're next to each other, but I, I get that, like on an actual map, it, it not not so much. Um, but yeah, how how do you see kind of this weekend going? Um, it sounds like, I mean, Reading aren't in the best of form. Preston are in much better form. You got to be pretty confident, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, to to say um, I'm not a bit uncertain would be wrong of me because, you know. Preston normally against Derby, uh, against Reading, not Derby, um, against Reading haven't really, you know, got started. And my, my memories of playing against Reading haven't haven't been great. Um, you know, we we never we never do well at you know the Reading's ground, the Medeski, or even at Deepdale. I, I, 
there's always something in the back of my mind thinking, you know what, they're just our bogey side. So it's hard to look past that. But in my heart, I am thinking, you know, we're in a good run of form. You know, um, looked at Reading's recent form; it's not it's not looking the best. So hope hopefully we uh, we carry on our good form, and hopefully uh, you guys carry on your um, poor run of form. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I think not not the best is probably underselling it a little bit. Um, obviously, we've got this this nice weather system coming in, um, which really disrupted our game against Peterborough. Um, I think it's meant to have calmed down by Saturday. But, but do you think that that kind of thing is the thing that could disrupt this Preston team? Because I feel like in the old days, you know, swirling wind, like away at Deepdale, that's the kind of thing that Reading would just write off and like... As, like Frankie McAvoy probably would have loved it, but um, <laughs> Frankie McAvoy probably would have loved it. Um, but Ryan Lowe, maybe not quite so much. Um, I mean, we, we try to play the ball uh, on the floor, play it on the grass, and you know, um, rather, rather than you know the big the big lump up forward. But it, never say never with the weather. If the weather's you know poor enough, and you, you've got the wind blowing down one side, and you could use it to a massive advantage, you know. Um, we could potentially see Chad Evans play. He's a massive nuisance up top. Um, potentially we could see him play uh, instead of Archer or, you know. It, the weather's, you know, it, it, it can change games. And, you know, if, if it is windy and um, I think it's meant to have died down, but if it is, then... We could see quite a few um, long balls to Chad Evans. Yeah, see, Reading don't really have that option. Reading have one way of playing, and if it doesn't work, then uh, and it hasn't been working recently, <laughs> uh, then, then everything goes wrong. Um, go on then, Oliver. Um, what is your score prediction? Go on, stick your neck out. Um, I'm gonna say one nil North End. Yeah, I mean, if I was in your shoes, I'd probably be going like three or four nil. I, given that I'm in Reading shoes, I, I've been trying. I've been trying to be confident. I think I've gone for a two-one Reading win, but um, I'm not. That that's very much heart overhead. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not really looking forward to it. Um, are you going to the game? Um, I, I'm not going to the game, unfortunately, because I'm uh, I'm away for for um, the weekend. But I do know that it is flag day at Preston North End. And I do know that for the first time in, I'm not sure how many years, um, the away end's been split. So um, we're going to have um, half of our uh, fans down the same uh, side as the Reading supporters. Um, we've done the same for the Blackpool game as well. And uh, that's that's nearly sold out. So I think this game's a bit of a test um, so to see how the away end fits, so the fans will be uh, a lot closer to each other than usual. Oh, lovely! That sounds excellent. Uh, <laughs> I I am also not making a, a quite long journey up to Preston just to just to see us lose, um, but because uh, I saw that the um, they reduced the ticket prices and everything, which is quite nice, right? In in the current scheme of things, especially with everything going on in the world, let's not get too political. Anyway, uh, it's not even politics to be fair, but. Um, <laughs> I'm rambling now. I am rambling. Oliver, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Um, thank you very much. 
it was, you know, always interesting to talk to you. I'm hoping much for a similar result to the one that we had in August, but uh, yeah, not not massively. Well, well I'll, I'll hopefully hopefully uh, be able to talk to you next season uh, about the championship, Matthew. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, mate, fingers crossed. I think <laughs> all, all Reading fans are hoping that we'll be able to talk about the championship next season. Uh, thanks very much. Um, we'll Cheers. be back after the game with a post-match pod hosted by 